0: G'day, guys. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, our final installment of the day for our Kangaroos Smokies for the World Cup squad. As we've said in the other three installments, we'll go through it very quickly. It's going to be like a 35, 30 man squad. So there will be a lot of guys that would have got picked that will obviously be playing for the, the Pacific Nations, which is fantastic. Some guys that probably would have got picked will be playing for England as well. So we'll talk about them, one guy in particular. But obviously, these guys are smokies. That is the key to this podcast. Don't come at me, DMing me, commenting, blowing up. Why would you mention this guy? The whole point is they are smokies. It might take a couple of injuries for them to get in there or whatnot. It might take a fantastic final series, but these guys are smokies. Let's get into the four teams today. We've got the Roosters, the Bunnies, the Sharks, and the Dragons. Every other team we have covered in other episodes today. Episode one was the Broncos, the Cowboys, the Titans, the Melbourne Storm. Episode two was the teams out of the Western Suburbs, the Eels, the Dogs, the Panthers uh, and the Tigers. Then we had the Manly Seagulls, Newcastle Knights, the Warriors and the Raiders. And we're going to run it home today with the Roosters, the Bunnies, the Sharks and the Dragons. Two arch rivals or two sets of arch rivals in the NRL. Let's kick off with the Sydney Roosters. We did mention, I think Victor Radley would have been a real shot to get picked, but he has chosen to represent England, which I think is pretty cool to be honest with you. I'm looking forward to seeing him play there. I think he'll be paired up with Jackson Hastings. I think there's a good chance they could be the 13 and the seven. So that'll be exciting to watch, but I think Rads would have been a really good shot and a really good player to have in this Kangaroo squad as well. But outside of him, let's have a look at the rest of the team. Now, Angus Crichton, I don't think he's played for the Kangaroos just yet. Could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Angus hasn't yet. So he would be an interesting guy. I think he will probably get picked. I thought he was really good in the Origins series. I think he's been very good for the Roosters for a very long time. And even when he has quiet games, you look at his stats at the end and you just sort of go, fuck, wow. He's got through a lot of work there. So I think Angus Crichton, I think he's the sort of body that is worth having there as well. It's pretty crazy. He's played 12 Origins now. It really has stacked up quickly. Obviously, hasn't had the opportunity to represent the Kangaroos uh, in that period, but I think Angus Crichton, he will go on this tour, and I think he'll have a big impact. And as much as I think he's pretty much uh, he's close to a certainty to get picked, I think with a big, um, a big final series, which I think the Roosters will feature in, I think he can give it a really good shake there and be in it. Sammy Walker, uh, another guy that could be a little smoky. I probably got him in that same sort of category as... Probably just under your Nico Hines, but I'd have him sort of similar to your Tommy Dearden's. These sort of guys can play seven or six. The experience would be fantastic for him, but there probably is a few too many guys ahead of him. I think I'd also have Mitch Moses ahead of him. Um, probably Tommy Dearden too, based off this year. He's played Origin and whatnot. So Sam Walker at very, very long odds there, but I wouldn't rule him out if the Roosters, and this sort of goes for a lot of these guys, if the Roosters going going to win a comp this year, which I think is unlikely, but with the coach they've got, with James Tedesco, with Luke Keary, with the forward pack they've got, I can't say it's it's impossible. If it all of a sudden clicks for the Roosters, which it could at any moment, they could give this competition a real shake. So Luke Kiry, he's in a similar boat. He's obviously played for the kangaroos before. I actually think he played in the last test match for the kangaroos. I think he was the five, eight against the Tongan team. They lost to do your own research. That's just off the dome, but I'm pretty sure uh, he was. So Luke Kiry, I think it's very unlikely with these concussions and everything going on, not playing his absolute best footy either until last week, actually, where he absolutely brained it and completely fisted my SuperCoach draft team, but Keary, real smoky. Um, so we'll let you we've spoken about him a little bit uh, so far today and a few other podcasts he's come up. But I genuinely think he's a really good chance. Myself and Kempi and Timmy Williams, we've been talking about this on the Monday podcast for a number of weeks now that we think he could be a real smoky. And, mate, the more games he plays, the harder the argument is to say that he's not the best winger in rugby league. He has just been unbelievable this season for the Sydney Roosters. So I genuinely think he's a smoky. And if I had to put money on whether he's there or not... I think I'd take that he's there. And to be honest with you, if we get to the grand final of the World Cup and he's on the wing, I really won't be surprised. I think he's got so much talent, it's not even funny. You've obviously got guys like James Tedesco. He'll be an automatic. I think Daniel Tupu, he'll be close to an automatic. Uh, I think he will be there. So maybe there isn't as many spots on the wings as I probably thought. Maybe Tupu's not an automatic, to be fair, but I think Teddy will be. I don't think there's really any doubting that. Um, Yeah, there's a couple of guys that could make it in from this rooster side, but those are the main sort of guys I'm looking. We mentioned, obviously, Victor is going to play for England, which will be exciting to see, but disappointing. I would have loved to have seen him in the green and gold. Alright, let's move to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. A couple of options here, obviously. Cody Walker, he could be a guy that could put his name up. I think Latrell Mitchell, he will be an automatic. I think Damian Cook will be pretty close to an automatic. I think he'll be in this team. I'm not sure if he'll be the starting nine or in their best 17, but I think Cook has done enough over the last few years and he is the incumbent. I think he will be there. Cody Walker, he'll be interesting to watch. I probably don't think he makes it. I've probably got him on the same level as your Mitch Moses, Tommy Deans, these sort of guys, despite him probably achieving a little bit more in his career or definitely achieving more in his career. uh, I think it would take a huge final series for him to get picked. If South Sydney do have a huge final series and Cody Walker and Latrell are firing, you know, it could be a little smoky to return to the Kangaroos jumper for the first time in... About eight years, AJ, uh, he's having an incredible season. He's going to score 30-odd or close to 30 tries. Again, he's an absolute freak, Alex Johnson. So he's a guy that if he has a big finish to the season, which at the moment, he's having an unbelievable fucking finish to the season. he's been He's been, just been impeccable on that left edge. He's a guy that could be a smoky. I probably think there's too many young guys in front of him, but with a really big finish, and if South Sydney go big in the finals, which they potentially could, if South Sydney go big, you know where they're going to go big. It's going to be on the left edge. You know he's going to cross the stripe on a number of occasions. The guy that always crosses the stripe, AJ. Cam Murray, he will also be an automatic. There is no doubting that in my mind. Colin Montonghi, I'm not sure where he said he will play, whether he's going to play for, I believe it's Tonga. I think he played for them a couple of weeks ago, so you'd have to assume he does. But if he pledges his allegiance uh, to the Kangaroos, he could also be a little smoky as well. I think he's going to be a little bit further down the pecking order. He could be a chance. Jairo will also be a shot, depending on how many of these... Guys that would have been picked play for the Pacific nations. I think Jairo could be a real shot there as well. I wouldn't dare count him out. Campbell Graham, he's going to come back from injury next week, I believe. So he'll have a couple of weeks to show what he can do. Didn't get to play Origin this year, but I think when he's been on the field, he's been one of the form centres in the competition. So Campbell Graham, he's a real smoky. I think he's probably missed too much football this year. Uh, you'll obviously have Latrell, who they'll pick as a centre. If Tommy Turbo's available, they'll pick him as a centre or a wing. So all of a sudden, it's getting very crowded there. Your Danger guys. your Val Holmes. It is going to be tough for Campbell Graham, seeing as he's missed so much footy, and he's missed that really good run that South Sydney had. But... They've got a couple of really hard games coming up. If the Rabbitohs can stand up their strike center, he will deliver in those games, and he might just earn himself his first green and gold jersey, which would be unreal to see. Huge fan of Campbell Graham. Let's move to the Sharkies. A number of guys here. you could go through their entire backline pretty much. Jesse Ramian, if he has a big final series, a big finish, a big end to the year, which I personally think the Sharkies will. I've got them losing to the Penrith Panthers in the grand final this year. I think they're going to go on a real run, the Sharkies. Nico Hines, I think he'll be close to an automatic... Um, Matty Moylan, I think some people threw him up on the post the other day. I probably don't think he's capable of doing it. He has played for the Kangaroos previously, Moisa, when he was younger. Um, I probably don't think he'll be able to get back there. guy played Origin. Whether he plays the Tonga or not remains to be seen. He'll obviously playing for the Kiwis, but a couple of guys in the forwards that I think are really interesting. Cam McInnes wouldn't shock me if he's in this team, an absolute tackle machine. He'd be really suited to the sort of football they're going to be playing over there. Dale Fanuka. now. I'm just going to double check on Dale, but I'm pretty sure that he hasn't played origin. He hasn't played. He's obviously played origin football. I don't think he's represented the Kangaroos though. I think that the timing was just a little bit off there, but I could be completely wrong. We'll have a look there. Yeah, no, he hasn't. He's only played for the New South Wales Blues. So Dal he could be another one that becomes interesting. He only made his origin debut in 2019. So pretty soon after that, COVID hit and everything, it was an absolute shit fight. So Dal is is probably a guy that hasn't played for the Kangaroos yet that we sort of forget about. We assume that he has, but he hasn't. He could be a smoky. I see Cam McInnes. Now, my other forward that I think could be really interesting is... Toby Rudolph, I think he's been incredible for the Sharks this year. I've been so fucking impressed with him. It's not even funny. I think if we do get to the back end of the season, the Sharkies go on a run. Potentially, if they have one or two injuries in their forward pack, Toby Rudolph's forced to play big minutes. He's capable of it. and I think he can really do some damage. So... He's probably the biggest smoky out of the list there, but just keep an eye on him, Toby Rudolph, because with a big finish of the season, which I think he's capable of, he's a guy that could come into calculations if a few things fall his way. Will Kennedy's the other one, obviously injured at the moment when he comes back. I probably think he's a little bit too far down the depth chart as far as fullbacks go, just because we are in the absolute golden era of fullbacks. I think it'd be really tough for Will Kennedy. He's not the sort of guy, Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There you can shove it center on the sting either. So that makes it hard for him. But I think Dale and Cam McKinnis I think they're two guys that could really, really give it a good shake. All right. Our last team is the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Not many guys standing out to me here, to be honest with you. I think Ben Hunt, he will be an automatic in the 30. Outside of that, I don't know, Zach Lomax maybe, but I just, I don't think he's been overly impressive this year. He won't get to play finals footy this year, so he'll have even less time to impress. I really can't see a world where Zach Lomax finds his way into this squad realistically. The only other one that I think's probably played well enough to be considered this year is Moses Suli, but I assume that he will represent Tonga with uh, a lot of his um, family and, and, and very, good mates that are in the NRL, I'm pretty sure his heritage is Tonga. Uh, so I can't see him there, and I really don't think he'd have a shot anyway. I think it'll be Ben Hunt, and then I think that'll be it. The other one that is literally no hope of making this kangaroo side, but I think he's played really well at the back end of the season, has been Blake Laurie. He's been very impressive, but uh, I don't even think Mal Menninger will have his number. I don't think he'll be considered in the slightest. Won't have the big games of finals to impress either. So the Dragons, I've mentioned, you know, Lomax, Laurie, Sully, I give them next to no hope. I think it will be solely Ben Hunt from the St. George Illawarra Dragons, and I think Ben Hunt 100% deserves to be there. Guys, that wraps it up for our Kangaroo Smokies for the World Cup. We've gone through every single team. You can go back and listen to all those installments from throughout the day on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row?